The South African government is concerned about the declining number of COVID-19 vaccinations across most sites in the country. At this rate, government's target of vaccinating 70% of the population, that's like 28 million South Africans by the end of 2021, will not be met. In a bid to ramp up the uptake, the National Department of Health, together with civil society partners, has initiated a pilot providing free public transportation to the elderly to vaccination sites. Now, to tell us more this afternoon, we are joined live on the official drive by Letty Dube, a civil society representative. Good afternoon, Letty. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Lloyd, and good afternoon to your listeners. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. It's been a long time since you've been on the airwaves with me. Eh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, Letty, firstly, uh, what informs or underpins this initiative? At the beginning of when we started with the vaccination rollout, the target by the National Department of Health was that uh, they would vaccinate at least 300,000 people a day. Um, and uh, we've really, the maximum that we've reached was at about 100,000 a day. And then after that 100,000, we began to see a decline in the number of people that were taking up, um, you know, the vaccination. And obviously it's a huge concern because what we need to do as a country in order to deal uh, with the pandemic is to reach head immunity. But more concerning is the fact that we have a lot of um, senior citizens, older, uh, people that are elderly, who already have comorbidities and are at risk of being seriously ill or dying if they don't get vaccinated, who are not really taking the vaccine. So the initiative that we've launched around providing free transport uh, is to really look at it's a pilot project. And the aim is to really understand what are the reasons people are not going to these vaccination sites. Could it be an issue of transport? Because we do know that some of our communities are not as resourced and, you know, they are disadvantaged. And therefore, we thought that if we launch a communication, um, a, a transport drive where we say we will provide the transport for you to leave your house, meet at a particular point, which I will talk about, and get taken to this mass vaccination site, will this will help increase the number of uh, people that then take the vaccine? Because it's a private project, we are hoping that people take advantage of this initiative. If indeed it is a matter of transport and we see the numbers go up, then we will know that with this initiative, we need to sustain it and we need to expand it. You know, Lloyd, we are at a point where we need to understand all the reasons that it's an impediment towards our people taking the vaccine and, um, you know, find response mechanisms, you know, to the challenges that confront our community. In essence, that's, that's, that's what underpins this initiative. Now, Lady, let's look at specifically the target market here in terms of uh, who we'll be targeting and obviously you touched on um, um, a little bit of why as well, but um, how is this going to roll out in, in terms of uh, targeting um, those peeps who need those transport and providing that, that transportation? Yeah, so what we've, what we've done, you know, the, we launched uh, today and um, we've identified uh, certain communities where the transport will be available. And all our senior citizens need to do is go to these sites. Uh, you know, we've got the um, Kwamashu uh, uh, Sports Ground, where our elderly, our senior citizens can go and be picked up. We've got the, the, the JLG High School, where they can also go and get picked up, uh, as well as the Umsanga Ridge uh, Boulevard in Konabia, um, you know, and as well as Kwamashu and in Phoenix. So idea, the idea, Lloyd, uh, is that they get to these destination sites there is transport waiting for them, properly labeled, they won't get lost, they won't get confused. There will be taxes that are waiting for them at these sites, and they will then take them to the various mass vaccination sites. 
And somebody would ask to say, but why are you moving them from their communities to all of these different sites? We've realized that there are a lot of other vaccination sites Lloyd, where there isn't a lot of people going into these vaccination sites. So they're just sitting there idle. So the point is to make sure that we, you know, we make full use of all the facilities and all the resources that we've allocated to, you know, to, 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 to vaccinating people. And also, we don't want our elderly to be in a place where they are queued and where there are other sites that don't have, um, you know, a, a high number of people. And the point is to make it as convenient and as accessible, um, for, you know, particularly for our senior citizens, whom we know are the most vulnerable. Now, Lady, you know, um, you dropped a few names in terms of the mass vaccination sites. I just want to ask you before you tell us about the pilot project and what's the bigger picture here. Is this a national campaign across the country? We've targeted KZN, Housing, uh, 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 and the Eastern Cape for now. You know, you remember at the beginning I said it is a pilot project, and we're trying to establish if the reason senior citizens are not going to vaccination sites is transport, one of the reasons. And because it's a pilot project, it starts today, it will, on the 24th of August, it ends on the 4th of September. Now, if we really do see an uptake, like I said earlier on, the idea is to then say, okay, here is a solution or here is a response to a challenge in our community. Therefore, we will be justified in sustaining the program and expanding it, you know, to all the other areas. But for now, it is a pilot project. It's in KZN, it's in the Eastern Cape, as well as in Gauteng. And, you know, it really depends with how our communities respond. You know, their response is what will inform how we move forward. And we are hoping that we really, um, you know, take advantage of this service uh, so that we are able to make it more accessible and resources are then allocated to make sure that it is also sustained. Now, why are we pushing for herd immunity, Letty? You know, Lloyd, we suffered. You know, in 2020, um, you know, we, we thought, well, uh, and we're dealing with, you know, COVID and the first time we didn't know what we're doing. But at the end of 2020, Lloyd, you and I know that we are hopeful that 2021 was going to be better. We were really hopeful that 2021 was going to be better. But it still got worse. And I think this year, all we've been trying to do is just wake up and try and breathe and make sure that you don't get the virus. We've, we've suffered a lot. And the only way that we know we'll be able to effectively manage COVID-19 is if we have a lot of people that are vaccinated. So herd immunity is important. Otherwise, we will find ourselves in the fourth wave that will be much harsher than what we've suffered already in the third wave. And I can tell you, we've all reeled from the pain of, of, you know, of the third wave. But most importantly, you know, being women's man, we are aware that um, you know, a lot of people have lost their jobs. And being women's man, we know women continue to even be more vulnerable. You know, uh, 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 insofar as, you know, um, not being um, unemployed, you know. So if our economy does not do well, then we know women also suffer and carry the brand much more. We also know that there's a lot of gender-based violence that women have been exposed to because of the lockdowns and all of that. And the only way we'll be able to really win the battle against COVID-19 is if we reach uh, ahead in unity, if our economy does well, if our women are able to find jobs. You know, uh, uh, if our young people are able to find jobs and companies are not closing down. So it's in our interest that we have as many people vaccinated as possible. But it is also our responsibility, Lloyd, to make sure that we respond 
to whatever challenges that could be an impediment towards um, our people getting the vaccine. And I know that Lloyd, uh, you know, Lloyd and I can go to the vaccination site, right? We can drive ourselves there. Mm. But we carry the responsibility of mobilizing our communities to say, in as much as I will take myself there, I know my grandmother, my aunt, um, they may not have the same opportunity. Therefore, it becomes our responsibility collectively to make sure that we mobilize our communities towards having unity. To all our listeners that are tuning in right now, Letty, what would your final words be to them? My final words would be that, uh, you know, we, we, we have to take COVID-19 seriously. And all the efforts that civil society and the National Department of Health are putting in place for us to reach a immunity and for us to fight this, we have to take advantage of them. And I really want to encourage people to go, you know, to, to, to the vaccination sites that I mentioned in Kwamashu, in Phoenix, in Juzuma, um, at the, uh, <coughs> as well as uh, in Ishanga Ridge, you know. I really want to say to our elderly citizens, please go take advantage of this facility that is being made available for you. Get your vaccine. But also, let's continue to act responsibly. Let's continue to act responsibly. You know, the impact of the fourth wave will really depend on how we behave. But I also want to say, if you want more information on this rollout and where you can go, you can go to the FA Coronavirus website where you'll be able to get information insofar as the routes are concerned. Remember, the initiative starts today uh, and it ends on the 4th of September. Great stuff, Letty Dube. Thank you very much for joining us on the official Drive and Notice FM. All the best with the pilot project and uh, God bless you. Thank you so much, Lloyd, and uh, keep safe and keep safe our listeners as well.